Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, it's live already. Fantastic. Welcome back, everybody. It feels so good to be back with all of you. I'm trying a little two-computer setup here, so I'm hoping that it won't take up too much of the internet, but we'll see how it goes. Let us know if the connection is good. I'm so excited to be back. And now we're we're... We're both, I mean, we both do this from home anyways, but everybody's doing this from home now. We're all in quarantine mode. We're all in this whole new world. It's like, Zach, last time we were on, it was, it, this is a new era. We're we're on and now podcasting in a new era. I mean, it's a completely crazy time period right now, but uh, it's exciting and um, it's definitely revolutionizing how we think about our daily life and how we think about things. So it's, it's exciting to be on air. Let us know where you're tuning in from, where you're watching from, where you're quarantining from, who you're quarantining with. Are you stuck with family like I am? <laughs> Has it been crazy? Has it been fun? What have you guys been doing? I've been cooking a shit ton. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Shawnee Suisa, and you can check out Zach at ZCal77, or is it just seven? Seven, seven. yeah. Uh, by the way, Shady Shane just followed <laughs> me on Instagram. Did he? Yesterday. Hey, Shady did, Shane did true, followed know. me on Instagram out of the blue, my <laughs> king. It was awesome. <laughs> Dreams do come true. How's my follow- lighting look right now? I really put in it's some honestly effort pretty, for you. It's pretty good, Zach. Like I'm, I've got, uh, I'm I've got a light. I've got a light pointed like right in my face right now. So I can um, see the sort of the, the, the shine right here. It looks yeah. like you've got some highlighter on. I like it. <laughs> I like it. What do you guys think? What It'll work. Think? Yeah. It's, it's a look guys. It's a look. It's definitely a look. You can follow us, the Saniac Podcast, on all the social media platforms. Obviously, Facebook is our most active. It's where we go live every single week after the show, or I guess the day after the show. We're also on Twitter, where you can take a look at Zach's inner turmoil and all of his rumblings that go down in his head. I've been lighting Twitter up. <laughs> Twitter has been, yeah, Twitter has been on fire. All thanks to Zach. Do not think that I partake in any of that. Uh, and on Instagram as well, we are at Saniac Podcast on all the platforms. And of course, Saniac podcast.com our website which we will start having more content for now that total madness is up we have hannah's hit list coming back as well as some awesome recaps slash reaction articles from jennifer mooney which will be uh releasing soon and uh from jason as well so we've got lots of great content that we're going to be putting out there for a total madness it seems like it's going to be a good season but I feel like this is always how they start out. Really mm-hmm. cool promos. Mm-hmm. Ooh, psychological warfare. Like everything is just nuts. And then we go into the season in midway. We're just like so uninvested in it. So hopefully it doesn't, doesn't continue that way. Um, it's going to be hard to avoid spoilers this season, considering I've seen so many already. Um, yes. So I'm not sure like what you guys are feeling. If you really don't want spoilers to be mentioned, then we'll keep them out. Uh, we did already discuss some last season. We we put some spoiler warnings in there when we were talking about the drama with uh, Kayla and Bear, but they did hint to that in there previously or next week on. So we do get to see that they're already hooking up. They're not really teasing. I think that's because the spoiler was released so much that they kind of gave up on keeping that. Yeah, they, ha- they had to. It's they just like, had to come out. <laughs> yeah, like there's no way. Everybody already knew. So, um, so we did already speak about that kind of stuff. But if you guys want things fully hidden, we'll try and keep it that way. I don't know how you guys are avoiding spoilers. Like, what's your tricks? Do you guys have fucking tricks? Because just let me know. I have no tricks to this. Um, all right, Zach, how's your quarantine been so far? Have you been eating a lot or working out a lot? Like, what's your vibe been? I've definitely been eating a lot, um, but I've also been working out a lot. So I'm balancing it out. Um, right, I'm that's doing, a good mix. Yeah, I'll tell you guys what. 
a couple weeks ago, I think <laughs> two weeks ago, what? tell us what's that. <laughs> the challenge posted. Uh, they did an Instagram story of like this ab, uh, this ab circuit with Corey, and he was walk. He was walking through this ab circuit, and it's legit. I've been doing it a lot, and I'm feeling real good about it. But doing well, a little he, bit of yoga, a trainer, which I've right? done in a while. Hey, yeah. I'm doing a 30 day yeah. yoga challenge right now. Oh, I'm that's on, cool. I'm on I, day day three was today. I took a yoga course in college and I feel like I learned, you know, like a base amount of it. And I've kind of utilized that a little bit, but now that I'm quarantined, I'm actually like taking the time to put on, you know, yoga vids and do my thing, uh, try and stay in shape as best I can since gyms are closed. Um, I do work in a field where I'm still out, you know, I'm still out in the office where we're actually like the people that clean up, you know, all the coronavirus or preventative coronavirus cleanings that's what we're getting called in to do it's so a bit scary you're kind of like on the front lines terrifying it's so <laughs> scary like <laughs> i was walking into houses today just like fully protected and, and like hazard um, out what's your what's your outfit Do you have crazy like hazard gear on? I, see i i'm not on the crew so i'm not wearing like i'm not wearing the full-on tyvek suits like our crew is but i'm you know i got a respirator i got my gloves i got my masks Wow, people are excited. People are excited that we're back. Dude, I haven't seen we, you. I missed you, Zach. I missed you so I much. I'm honestly like we've I've it's been it's been a while, but I've been so busy. I mean, I don't I, I don't know if you guys know my dad is my boss, so now I'm living slash quarantined with my boss. So any project ideas he has or like, oh, let's start a daily podcast, he's just been throwing that shit at me. So my workload has been tenfold not that i'm complaining i know plenty of people are out of work i'm very grateful that i still am in work but it has been hectic oh my god has it been uh i'll tell you what um, chef shawnee you guys i've been cooking some mad food Shawnee, you're instagram. killing it on instagram yeah yeah, yeah. i've been Shawnee's instagram is on fire right now it's a Oof. medium that she never really utilized and now that she's quarantined she yeah. is killing it the sweesters are like my, instagram like celebrities friend. Yeah. Insta's my friend now. It's who I'm relaying my messages to. You found you, a really good medium. Are you on House Party? Because this app is hilarious. Everyone no. needs to get on House Party. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. Oh my god, it's so funny. I was in a, a house party with uh, Theo Campbell and like this other Love Islander the other night. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. It's actually a really cool app. You can just video chat anyone and play games. I don't know if you guys like games. I like games. There's like a drawing game. You can do Pictionary with your friends, which is really fun. Um, and uh there's like a cards against humanity on there as well which is really fun so definitely download that app and you can add me i'm snacks s-a-s-n-a-x-x-x-x so add Damn. me on house party i'll get you guys in there yeah it's a lot yeah. of x's <laughs> i know that people were kind of on the edge of their seats we did you know when we were still doing this we teased the fact that you and i were going to meet up on the west coast um i feel like it might be in jeopardy right now i have my plane tickets i i am scheduled to be out in san diego at the end of may we were going to do something and i just i, I don't know plane happen. ticket honestly yeah. flights are ridiculous <laughs> 50 dollar right plane ticket into <laughs> la people that's that's how we do it now just in case just in case um wow, survivor okay. i look we, we tried there's a lot of stuff going on and and honestly we have a lot of stuff going on I'm watching it religiously. It's pretty much my favorite show. I but keep honestly, getting it spoiled. I keep getting yeah. it spoiled before I can oh, even some of these watch it. So I'm, de I'm depressed about it before I even go to watch it. That I couldn't finish the Tyson episode. I didn't see him get a, get get. Um, yeah, some somebody spoiled out. the Edge of Extinction Challenge winner about three four days before it happened. Um, people Wait, are you guys the really winner? Uh, the 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 winner of the ex of the ex actually here's oh, the thing. Oh, so there's this group. Okay, fine. There's this group. 
uh, Survivor All Winners 2020 on Facebook. And I've had to start sounding off in there. One, they are no approval. So everybody just posts on it. There, there's no approval needed. So oh, I hate you post, that shit. Up. It's just like a cesspool. Um, and I've had to start calling people out because I've had multiple things spoiled for me through that page. I had the Ethan vote out spoiled for me. I had Tyson winning the Extinction Challenge spoiled for me. A couple other things. And the way that people present it, it's really disrespectful. They'll just, they'll just tell you what's going to happen and they'll put like a stupid smiley face emoji next to it. And they think they're being cute. Like, no, dude, you're being a complete asshole. Is, is, is what you're being people like uh, that are jerks and on top of that what i heard is that apparently a couple days ago some old guy posted everything that's going to happen he posted Shut final up. tribal he posted the extinction winner he posted who's going to win i think i know and then they, final two i think i know here's what happened i don't i missed it thankfully. i think i i think i know i saw someone drop it i don't know if it was true or not like i i i've got my i have dodged it as best i could but apparently so they blocked the guy from the group and then his daughter came on the page and Aww. re-spoiled it for everyone and said why did you ban my dad for saying that so-and-so wins so-and-so goes to final tribal and i i just i what? can't believe get the fuck the out of here disrespect of these people the audacity um, like i find it so much more enjoyable to watch the show if you don't know what's going on i mean okay, and, and and irving's right and sandra stopped in on this group she stopped in <gasps> to be like that. hey what's up guys and they ran her out of the group this what was mad drama they ran her out of a few groups basically sandra like like popped into the group she put posts up because people were giving her so much shit that she was sitting out of these challenges which is like not that big of a deal and she wasn't sitting out of every single one it was just stupid anyways they uh they they gave her so much shit that she went in there and like posted you know listen i'm just a mom you know i'm i'm something something years old like i'm not physically fit if it's a crazy physical uh challenge and they can have me sit out then my team wants me to sit out why am i gonna stay in there and people were yeah. ruthless like it's this woman is, is i mean she's a fucking survivor legend to treat her that way and to be survivor so rude. And, a reca- and on top icon. of that just like a human she's just a person she's yeah. going to these groups she's being kind enough to actually go in and participate with fans which i think is a really phenomenal thing when they do that you know a Brave. lot of people yeah. a lot of people you know on challenge fans I, the admins are pretty on top of people when when it comes to challengers actually commenting on there but i feel like in the survivor groups they're just they're mean yeah survivor spoilers are another level because there is just so much more secrecy that they attempt i mean there are boot lists that come out but honestly like for survivor spoilers you really have to go looking for them you have to want them and there should be that respect there that if if you're not someone who has sought like guys i looked forward to winners at war for so long i don't want it spoiled i want to watch it and luckily the end has not been spoiled for me yet and honestly if we were doing a podcast it would be so sad because think- other than tony i literally we literally had to go like seven weeks in a row with all of my favorite people on the cast other than tony went oh out seven God. weeks in a row no, it's been freaking it was tragic. awful it's actually been fucking tra- like it's just it was horrible killing me it's been horrible. Every time I every time I see them, like the night of, I'll just catch the spoiler and I'll be like, "Oh, I don't even watch, watch the it, episode." It's, it's brutal. It is. Like, Ethan Ethan going out was unforgivable, and and it it just makes me like to see what happened to Wendell last night after what he did to Yule and Parv to see. You know, oh, Michelle kind of. That's that's yeah. I know. Yule's the I man, know. that hurt. For Wendell to go out after all that, that was pretty nuts. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, guys. I know that a lot of travel trips got canceled. I think this would be a fun question for the audience. Like, what are your summer plans that are basically just not going to happen right now? I had a trip, a bachelorette mm. that I was going to go to in Greece in May, mid-May, and then I was going to go to Tel Aviv. Uh, 
I mean, all of those things are completely canceled. I was supposed to be in Florida in April for Passover. That's done. I mean, it's just been sad. Where are you guys meant to be going? I think what we should do is all get on Zoom, put virtual backgrounds of where we're supposed to be, <laughs> dress according to what the weather should have been, and mm-hmm. just have like a party in all the locations we were meant to go to. Uh, Corey, is Wait, Calhoun on cloud nine with no car and ninja this season? Who's his least favorite going to be now? Corey, I am very happy that you asked because I am already well on top of this. <laughs> I have my favorite player this Cloud season nine. already decided. And I, based on what I saw last night, I have two players that I am strongly disliking. And Ooh. we will be getting into it, guys. All and right, by the way, we do have a, new, uh, we have a new sponsor on the podcast, uh, oh. Schweppes Ginger Ale. They hey. were very kind to come in and, and sponsor us. So I'm just going to... Thank, yeah, thank you, Schweppes. Really great $50,000 account from Schweppes. It was awesome. Uh, you know, we just, we love our sponsors. Next week might be Coca-Cola. Who knows? Who knows? And if you want to keep that Schweppes cold, you need to put it in your Zach Calhoun engraved Yeti uh, cooler mug. Shut up, Zach. Yeah. We're matching Yeti. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh, Guys, shit. Look at this. Let's go. Yeti. Let's go. But mine is not engraved. Like, now I really want and my friend got me this the bachelor party that i'm supposed to go out to california for he got me this god that's honestly so it happens you guys um okay so let's jump into the episode you guys Uh, i do want to remind everybody subscribe to the podcast on all the platforms uh if you like the show obviously i mean i don't know why you'd be here if you didn't you should really hop on out Uh, oh we've got hate watchers oh speaking of i need to tag diane we still Uh, have hate watchers though like at the start Diane, that car stand she asked me to tag her i'm gonna gonna throw a tag on it (laughs) all right you guys we are jumping right into the episode total madness they really lighted the place up for this intro. The first like 20 seconds in the intro gave me sort of Inferno vibes when they were doing the introductions like of the people, you know, where it's just their faces and that song, where's your head at? That was da-na, great. Da-na, basement jacks. Shout so out to that, Basement Jacks. That was cool, but then it got then it got boring. The intro then got boring after that. Uh, and then then we see them walking in and and they're walking out to TJ and they're coming through this forest. Like it was just very eerie. Obviously, it's in Prague, it's free you can tell and they're all coming through and right away we head into a daily challenge i was surprised that the challenge started this fast only because the episode was an hour and a half so i was thinking i don't know i thought i thought we'd have more of an intro there but right into the first challenge and it's called battle lines they're playing as individuals for this one there's this huge battlefield with several lines drawn across it uh, each line goes to a medical supply, like bin. To begin, they start at the end of one of the battle lines. When TJ says go, they crank the reel in the rope as fast as they can, dragging the medical supplies across the 500-foot um, line through to across the battle line. Along the way, they have to solve a puzzle, and then they have to solve a math equation. Uh, and all while doing all of this, through each round, TJ go. is going through with tanks, and he's basically destroying the ropes and or medical supplies bins of the people who are going too slow. So lots of pressure once the tanks come out. It's played in two heats. There's a men's heat and then a women's heat, and there's two winners, one for each heat. So first up, we had the guys. Now, I don't know, in terms of overall just general analysis of the challenge, to me, the tanks were useless. Like, I hate yeah. when they just throw in, like, it's like the monster truck. Do you remember when TJ was on the monster truck? The like, monster truck, it's the 
you know the Same the shit. crashed heli the, the crashed airplane it's yeah. just a, um, like yeah. like enough with these huge giant metal props like we're just over them yeah, all right production piece. enough with giant metal props for the love of fucking god uh all right so first up was the men uh we had uh, oh by the way a soft everyone was calling him a by his name asaf like nobody said asaf throughout the whole episode that was cool oh my god yeah, I i'm pretty sure it. they all called him asaf on are you the one yeah they did <laughs> and, on the and the only person themselves. who mispronounced his name this episode like really badly was tj and that was the way end so i was pretty impressed with all that um anyways so he's crushing on nani and they put this random interview clip of nani like talking about asaf asaf talking about nani whatever right in the middle of the heat it was just a weird edit i felt like it had no place there it was just strange then you had kyle talking about rogan he makes a good line like they're like chalk and cheese which i thought was hilarious so i'm gonna be using that one from now on um and the first two eliminated were jordan and wes i was pretty surprised i mean tj came in fucking with his tank and boom boom they were both out then we had a soft jay and swaggy both eliminated um and josh ended up leading in the puzzle which i was super impressed about fessy got second place after that first round and then you had Corey nelson and kyle eliminated um and fessy completing math first which i i mean i don't know if you guys know fessy from big brother but like brains is not his strong suit the guy is all bronze <laughs> so the fact that he he did well in the math i was pretty impressed with um and then rogan came in finished second also rogan seems to be a math dark horse and a puzzle dark horse as well you know he doesn't seem to struggle on these as much as you would expect rogan to uh and rogan then seemed had... like he did some serious prep heading into this season yeah he He's, feels ready yeah. i think a lot of them feel ready to me you know they all sort of feel yeah. they feel warmed up if you will um and then you had bear <laughs> completely fucking up the math i love this guy so much i missed him this first interview of his where he's going off about how he's like the best at math he never gets anything wrong and then he's completely <laughs> fucking it up like i just i miss those i miss that entertainment um and then the next three eliminated were uh bear bananas josh and then the last three remaining were rogan fessy and ct which i was super impressed with um and rogan ends up winning the whole shebang and he drops a line at the end that i thought we would all appreciate considering our favorite saying on this fucking show is popcorn muscles with these guys and he goes some people have show muscles some people have go muscles that was a great line like, okay, and very rogan. true okay very true rogan's got the go muscles um so then we get the women coming up and this is where we see the start of kayla and bear's fling I mean, Bear was like, just, a, I mean, you could just see it. He was madly in love already from the beginning. And then we also get a shot of Tori shadow boxing. Did you see that? <laughs> she uh, like, <laughs> yeah, Tori went back into super annoying confessional mode this episode. I've, I've been, they, you know, outspoken. They definitely the were like, somebody give us a shot here. Somebody do something. Tori's like, I'll shadow box. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yes. what happened. Yeah, That's 100%. exactly what happened. What did you think of Bear's initial First of all, I love the way that Bear laid it out in, in his confession, how he was, his confession on how he's going to start off with Kaylee. He goes, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to give her a hug. I'm going to say, nice round. And that, but then. But not too long of a hug. Actually, not too long yeah. of a hug. <laughs> yeah. But then when they were in the shelter together, mm -hmm. I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit on this, but when Kayla was getting ready to go to bed and Bear's kind of giving her like, like, He's giving her the signs. Her the wink wink. And she didn't seem like she was in, she was that into it. So it seems like he's going to have to be pursuing her over and over again. I don't know how you no, feel about that. Shani, how do you like, feel about guys that, that they just keep it, taking their shot at you and they keep taking their shot at you? Is that your thing? Um, 
you know, it really depends on the guy. Like some guys that would work with and some guys it just would be the worst thing in the world. Mm, like I would want I them to just fall over and never come back. Guys in the chat, they, they got to take really, note of that. Really, it really, really depends. But I don't think Kayla was like not like completely off of it. I really don't. Because I feel like the way that she was saying like, no, from the bed was more like, oh, why is the most Yeah, that, guy I, I think he, he must have picked up on something. You know, Kayla's <laughs> down there. She's in a relationship <laughs> and Bear takes his shot and keeps going. Keeps Bear, taking a the thing with Bear shots. though is he's the type of guy who just like you kind of have to respect his gameplay because he will take his shot with anyone and everyone all of the time like he will always go for it he doesn't matter he doesn't care about rejection I think that's you know there's no. bravery in that but, yeah and, and he's got I mean he's got so much natural charisma and he he knows that he's 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 very good looking um he, yeah, he can get away with it He's hot. He's short, but he's hot still, which is like impressive. Um, okay, so in the women's he Jenny basically blows them all out the fucking water. I mean, she kills them in the first one, and uh, almost half the women got eliminated that first round. It was Melissa, Kayla, Nani, Big T, Ashley, Jenna, and Jen, uh, the girl from The Amazing Race. They all got eliminated yeah. right then. Jenny finishes stage two, stage two first again. Bailey and Maddie get eliminated then. Uh, Jenny literally like smokes them throughout this whole thing up until the way end when D sort of gets the lead on Jenny. Yeah, D got a quick lead. There yeah. The Tori, but Anissa, and Casey got eliminated at the math. Uh, Tori's Maddie little math got segment. Eliminated. <laughs> Maddie got eliminated on that stage too, but but I think she, I don't even, I think she was like way behind everyone uh, and somehow made it, but she, I don't think she finished stage one. Mm. Um, no, no, I think she finished stage one. I think she, I think she Maddie, made it through the first elimination, but I don't think she ever made it. Uh, I, maybe she got eliminated at the math too, but I, I've got thoughts on Maddie. Actually, you know what? Screw that. Let's do that right now. Yeah. What are your thoughts uh, on Maddie? <laughs> okay. She looks Somebody, good this season. I, I believe Corey asked about people that I don't like. I don't like Maddie. And Ooh. as you guys know, typically the way that I gauge cast members, it's a mixture of performance, entertainment, and most importantly, their perception amongst the fan base. So my issue with Maddie is that when she comes in and gets labeled as the next Laurel by Adam, or by Adam, so, by Can Alan. you say Laurel again for the fans? Just The just next Laurel. <laughs> um, she gets labeled as the next Laurel by Alan. So Alan, you got to kind of wear that one because people are running with this thing. And people assume that she is a beast. In my opinion, she has accomplished next to nothing on the show at this point. She made it to a final by she doing made she made it to a final almost nothing. Almost nothing. She won an elimination against two girls that weighed collectively less than her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she but she's a big girl. Natalie That's not her and fault. one of the Nolan twins. She's That's not, a, not she's, her fault. She has not shown the beast that people treat her as. Um, and on top of that. We're also talking about a person that over the last year has accrued three DUIs. She's Wait, really not over catching. the last year? It's either the last year or two. But yeah, she's 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 had three DUIs. That's crazy. That's yeah, insane. That, that's she not, only that's had... not really getting a lot of uh, play here either for the, the Maddie shippers. But the bottom line is she she either barely made it past stage one or didn't make it past stage one. And this was a strength-based, like a largely strength-based um, No, but I think, she got out of, I think she got out of one of the puzzles. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. Listen, okay, she's overrated. I'm not so this impressed. Is, this is who Zach is going to be hating on this season now that Kara is gone, is essentially what he's trying one to say. One of two. One of two. We'll okay. get to the other one. One of two. We got another one coming up. Um, I did not know Bear was learning Spanish on Instagram. I need to check that out. Oh, my God. <laughs> That sounds hilarious. 
there was these Australians I was traveling with. And every time we would go eat at a restaurant, because we were in South America, so everything was obviously in Spanish, they couldn't pronounce anything. They used to call like pollo, chicken, polo. Like flat polo. out. Flat out polo. Like honestly, it was brutal. Like it was just, it's bad. I feel like that's going to be bare. Um, my, my favorite thing about Australian people is the way that they, they both love and pronounce the word dickhead. They say dickhead. Right? Dickhead. Dickhead. Hey, you dickhead, right? Yeah, there's no I H love involved. That. There's love no that H involved. about Australian people. Um, so D ends up taking a slight lead towards the end against Jenny, but then Jenny obviously wins. She killed that. This was really a tailor-made challenge for her. And then we find out that the fucking tribunal is back, which I mean, honestly, why? Just why can't yeah, we really rely without on the tribunal. a tribunal? Like, is that so is that so much to ask? I, I feel like it's not here's that the thing to ask. about about Jenny winning um winning the daily it did take me back to uh war of the worlds 2 last season and a lot of comments we made about the the backwards political game that the main alliance on that season was playing when you compare it to past seasons where in past seasons the strongest players were identified and they were they were prioritized but mm. on a on war of the worlds 2 like you see what jenny is capable of last night but you see the people that were const that were consistently protected in the game. And I just, I look at team UK and the people that were running that team. And I just think, Oh my God, it's just so stupid. The people that they were willing to protect over someone like Jenny who could win you money. She's, I know she's honestly a beast. I think her one downfall was just physical. Uh, she just needs to take some sort of combat classes because she's just really uncomfortable with, with, just physical contact she just doesn't like it and that's her one downfall um i miss people going to them because they choose to go who they want to go against i miss that luxury yeah i also do i miss that vibe as well i miss i i want like i just don't like the tribunal aspect i don't like this three people thing i think it's just overplayed it's done with now it was supposed to be a twist for one fucking season it wasn't supposed to be yeah. for the next thing and then we got you know the trifecta and then this and everything is with the try 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 it's like just enough the, troika, enough. the tribunal I'm sick of it the it's triple TR. threat we need to remove tr from the vocabulary yeah. <laughs> of the challenge producers for the love of god also prospects why is everybody calling rookies prospects this season why why? Yeah, I I have issue with the fact, and in, overall, don't get me wrong. I mean, we tend to really break this down, so we bring up a lot of negative themes, uh, tinged things. But overall, I was entertained by the episode last night. I enjoyed it, but there are things that I do like to dive into here. Uh, on the graphics, when they're introducing people, yeah, the prospects, the prospects, they had their original show, you know, listed. Fessy's from Big Brother, right? Yeah. Jen Jen is from The Amazing Race. But anyone that's on this season that's done a challenge season before, it just says vet. And I really don't like that. I love the history of where these people come from and what they represent. I mean, like, like if it was like bananas, have, it would say like real world. Yeah, it should say real world Key yeah. West. Yeah. What, what is wrong with that? If you guys haven't seen it, I posted a very interesting uh, piece of challenge history research on challenge fans where... <laughs> I took all the winners of every season and then I applied that to their original season. So you could see the totals of, you know, everything that's been on the show and that's won how many challenges they've actually won. So it's cool to see that, you know, that real world Key West yeah. or that, uh, uh, you know, Geordie Shore season 17 for D. Things like that. Um, 
I think they just need to embrace that. They need to embrace their history. They need to I embrace know everything that, that, makes that. It, makes this up. But prospects is weird to me. It is weird to me. It's just a weird, like no one ever started using that until now. It just doesn't make it, I don't know. It makes very little sense. Also, a lot of the original shows, I wonder why they don't put those on there. I feel like, I feel like they're, I feel like they're just trying to brand it as challengers versus like other people. Yeah. From I mean, other guys, we, shows. We, we can't stress this enough. We're living in an age, especially right now, where we are quarantined and people are consuming as much content as possible. ESPN is making a killing right now, airing classic games to fill their airspace. Their ratings. Oh my God, are I miss I miss UFC so much. Dude, it's actually USC, tragic what's Texas, about to USC Texas title game 2006 is on ESPN right now. I'm DVRing no, it. UFC. You oh, well, FC yeah. back. The, all the fights well, look, have been Look, I know you're a SoCal girl. Up, like, I thought you would appreciate sucks. that. Guys, uh, but yeah, there is such a market for this right now. And if, if for those who watched, um, leading up to the episode last night, the Challenge YouTube channel did a 24-hour stream of classic challenge moments, which m- I watched it a That's good amount. Cool. Most of it skewed towards newer seasons. I think I saw like one clip from Gauntlet 2. They never show um, anything old. They never. Yeah, and um, we've, we've said it over and over again. I don't really think there's any disagreeing. I don't think there's anyone who's going to say, actually, I don't think it would be a good idea to show old seasons or catalog old seasons. You know, get your streaming service set up. You charge these people a subscription fee. Give us everything. We want to see singled out. We want to see the challenge. Put your ads in there like properly on a streaming service. You know how on MTV.com you can just fast forward the ads. When you're re-watching the episodes and stuff, you can just skip ahead. They're not actual ads. They don't stop the show. So it's just so weird. I don't know how they track revenue on that. They they just they, they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to a streaming service. They need to call up CBS, their new little butt buddies, and figure out what their system is and just do the exact same thing. Um, okay, so tribunal, whatever, blah, blah. They end up choosing a third person. This is like what's going to happen, I guess, most of, the, uh, most of the challenges. And they pick Corey. Why did they pick Corey? What a random choice. It was I, very strange. They they wanted someone supposedly neutral. I was actually hoping I, when Bear kept calling out to pick him, that was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I wish that him. they would have done that. <laughs> it seems like Rogan is. I don't think Rogan's really a fan of of the other Brits that are on this season. From what we could see, you know, he didn't pick he didn't pick Bear. He clearly mm. doesn't trust Kyle to the point that he had to interrogate him. So there's I don't think there's any kind and of And he worked against Jenny on. for most of last season. So yeah, it's, it's not, there's it, not exactly. much loyalty there at all, you know. Yeah, I don't know where him and Melissa line up. Um but we'll see. By the way, I mean, our girl didn't get a lot of camera time last night, but you guys will yeah, remember She got like 2 seconds. I didn't even see Go it through our history of last season who was crying out for Melissa Reeves to be back on the show because it was both of us um that DJ is Reeves. dj yeah, melissa Reeves. dj mel that is my girl that is my top girl on this season um and she's about to give birth you guys can do the math apparently she was pregnant at some point on the show we're going into the show no, i don't was, know but oh i don't know when was that filmed somebody do the math for us let us know when that was filmed and dj and- mel we yeah, yeah. stand you so that's my that's my top girl of this season i fuck with her hardcore yeah i would love to see her and kayla in an elimination i would love to see that that sounds juicy that sounds juicy never forget 
the the Sylvia Melissa elimination. That was just so uh, good. It, it shows you how much of a badass both of those girls are. Pe- that people was so might good. look at yeah, they might look down on Melissa for losing, but it's like they're both badasses, and they will fuck. That is you that's up. that's the Joanna and Zhang fight of 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 the challenge. That's what that is. That's that's is that a UFC reference? Yeah, that's a UFC reference. <laughs> Um, all right. So basically TJ explains like how things are going to work this season. All of the losers nominate someone to go in, which I actually like. I like when the house votes for things. I think that's a cool feature. It w- uh, I'll tell you what. I like it's that It's been part. a while. It's been a we while since we that, saw yeah. people sitting on the couch. It that reminds me of Fresh Meat. Like, it reminds me very much like so of, of like a Fresh Meat 2 type. Yeah, I was know? thinking like, like, yeah, Rivals, Rivals voting. 2. Yeah. Like, I like, I like nice. when they all have to come together and somebody has to speak up at the beginning. It's kind of awkward. I think that's that's a good part. Um, but then obviously the tribunal, they nominate three people to interview and then one of those people goes in like, okay, challenge producers, get a new fucking format. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then we go into the house for the first time. I don't know if I should call it a house. This is like a warehouse slash bomb shelter situation is this underground i don't know i mean it looks this is basically it's the perfect place to be right now in the quarantine is what i'm trying to say yes it could not have worked out any better for them yeah that's where you want to be for the quarantine um so they walk in everybody's freaking out they're like oh i don't know what's going on here this is scary it's creepy blah 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 and then jordan finds like the big mess hall of all of this gorgeous gym equipment big ass kitchen beautiful everything there's like a huge track and field station i mean it's crazy um Mm -hmm. and so he walks in everybody starts seeing it they're like oh my god and ashley drops such uh a funny ass line um she goes this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole whole entire life yes that sounds dramatic but i've had a really easy life and that to me is the perfect meme for what's happening now in the quarantine um so it's honestly, it's honestly, it's hilarious. So fitting for what's happening right now. Like we're all just like, this is the worst thing in the whole world, but really, you know, we're all just staying in. It's not that horrible. Um, Let's okay. talk about Ashley. Let's talk about Millionaire Mitchell. Millionaire Mitchell. She, you want to know what I, my analysis on Millionaire Mitchell? She yes, has gotten to the point in her life where she genuinely doesn't give a shit about what anyone thinks. So her true authentic personality is really coming out and it's been fabulous. She is just very unapologetic, confident and at the end of it it's like well if you don't like it then you don't like it you know and like that's gonna be okay i still will survive i'm gonna be like in guatemala mm. in a second traveling no Johnny, i'll fight people, you on this as people tend to like about our show uh we disagree on things and this is something that we disagree on i got a couple of things i want to say about quote unquote millionaire mitchell oh well, i guess i can't quote unquote that she is a millionaire or she was at some point, she might have gone below a million. I don't know what the taxes Depends look what like. her taxes are, where she this is. This is yeah. the second person on my shit list for this season that I am already over. Um, I've already been down on Ashley, especially after the shit that she pulled last season with the whole Scott Yeager Challenge Mania fight. I just thought she came off like a really fake and, and uh, disingenuous person. And now I see her on this season, and she just annoys me she annoys me she's fake in a bad way like i understand you have to be fake in this game and that it can be entertaining and it can be strategic but she's just fake in a bad way she comes off very scripted and the more i reflect on the seasons that she has won she has won 
some of the worst seasons of the show. And in particular, she yeah, won but, two of the worst finals in the show. But I don't and think she considers herself like this beast physical competitor. People do, though. People do. People Who? consider Who? What her people? a beast. What people? Look, the, look, the, I feel, I'll, I'll ask Greg, but I feel like the Challenge Mania community looks pretty highly upon Ashley's accomplishments. But at least in the bracket, you know, she showed out pretty well in their March Madness brackets, which we have to talk about. But, but that's based um, on result. Is that really based look, on physical I'm, I'm, competition? I'm over Ashley, and I think she needs to do something to prove that she's upper crust, that, that she's like a top-tier female, because um, she's volatile. You never know what – you never know if she's going to go out first or if she's going to make a deep run. Honestly, she's, she can be pretty entertaining when she goes out first. But in terms of <laughs> – like, I can't think of the last big elimination when she had – beating Nani last season in that elimination was not a big win, by the way. And And – yeah, I but just, has she ever had any big physical wins? Like, I don't consider Ashley to be like this beast. Hey, we know that her and Corey lost to Nate and Christina. That was an all timer. <laughs> oh yeah, that was bad. Yeah, Corey <laughs> shouldn't be the only one catching the brunt of that. Is that the right? one where they were holding onto the rope thing? Was that yes. that one? Yeah, that, yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um. Uh. Okay. So basically. Wow, I'm gonna kill my family at some point. Honestly, like they can stop text messaging me while I'm live. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, please just drop a. I feel you, Shawnee. If your family is also driving you absolutely bazonkers, oh, Travis, she's not a beast, but she'll be sitting on the two win challenge like every RW female champ Ooh. is currently like. Well, you know what, uh, Travis, I think that's a great point, and there's a lot of two time RW female champs. And unfortunately, uh, when the casting rumors first came out for this season, we were quite positive that we were going to be getting a two-time RR champ, Tori Hall, Fiorenza, back to Hall. Uh, and she's not on this season. I'm still pretty disappointed about it. And if she was on this season, she would have won and become a three-time champ. What's up, guys? What's up? Get bucked yeah i don't think she would have won this season i'm sorry Ty. yeah i think she would have she's a beast dude you guys gotta give props it's so annoying that she's not on this season because we can't see if she's gonna win or not like if she would have lost then i would have had a little something like all in the unknown you, yeah hey we gotta have anisa back on the show we can't guys we can't have tori hall on why this is season. anisa we on have this to season? have anisa I'm sorry, but Elisa, I don't understand, girl, why, I don't understand why CT is still being casted. Like, he looked very old to me on that. On my show. Like, it's just, come yeah. on. At this point, Guys, like, when Veronica was on Final Reckoning and she was 40 years old, she looked fantastic. All right. Yeah, CT, is, CT is weathered. He just, weathered. He's just there for the paycheck. Which, listen, I don't blame him for going on the show. I don't think it's his fault, obviously. But I blame production for not, like, come on, give us the young folk already. And also all the old Whoa. people, all the old people on the show right now are such actors. I don't know if you guys are noticing what's going on with Wes and just everything he's saying is, like, so the camera it's like just shut the fuck up because at the at this point like he, they're just too mature they're too mellow they're too chill yeah, you know you, they don't have authentic drama mix. they don't you have, can have drama. the old vets but honestly you should be rotating the old vets and you should be casting younger there's no reason that georgia Steele shouldn't be on the challenge she's 21 oh that's she a good brings you exactly yes. what you need other than the fact that she's dude apparently she's still dating that lame-o guy from x on the peak i'm very upset by i didn't that. watch x on the peak was it good I, I stopped watching it. It got terrible. It, 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 as much as I wanted to see, uh, like, you know, Laurel and Marlon, and it got unbearable, so I stopped watching. But I'm so um, over the X's shows. They're just getting boring. 
Yeah, yeah. But still, like somebody like George Steele, like that's the age range you should be casting in and you should be rotating veterans. We should get Tory Hall on, on a, you know, on a season. We should get Abe back. We should get Darrell back. Abe they would not pay come Landon. back. They should just pay Landon 70, like that's all we want. Pay Landon $75,000 to appear on the <laughs> challenge with the potential to win an additional million dollars. Just get him, him a on. fat check. Pay him $100,000. Big Landon, here's $100,000. We want to bring you back on. We want to see if you have it. We want to see you kick CT's ass. And, you know, if that doesn't happen, then everyone will shut up about it. What did you One, think of CT winning the Challenge Madness bracket for the men's region? Yeah, that's a good question. What do you think about, about that? This. Because I know that you awful. had a whole lot of thoughts about awful. this bracket. Every awful. time you I would look at my awful. phone, there was like a new Twitter notification that just some shit was yeah. going down. Like, yeah. just- because people just don't get it, man. They don't get it. CT, I, guys, I don't know how many times I have to say this. And I'm sorry we're getting so far off track. Like, give me a break. It's been a while, all right? It's been I, a while. I we have so much to say. say, you guys. I got things to say. So guys, to say. I have been watching CT since the real world Paris in 2002, okay? I'm an OG. I watched CT get in trouble for acting like he got roses for all the girls in the house, but he didn't. It was actually Leah's friend, Chris, from back home, and then he got busted. It was just the greatest, it was one of the greatest real world moments ever for me to watch. Um, I watched CT and Adam get in a physical altercation on the street, and CT goes, come on, dog, come on, dog. He keeps calling Adam dog, which is incredible. Um, so I watched CT on the Inferno, the greatest season of all time, with his boy, close uh, close friend from Boston, David Burns. Their mothers are friends. I watched him take out Shady Shane in the cookie-eating competition. I love CT, or at least I loved him. And now I don't love him. You know why? Because you, the stands, you guys have ruined CT for me. You're unbelievable. You're so crazy. You're so off base. It's you because- can't expect me to still like someone when you're giving me this, oh, CT can do no wrong. But that's Screw why you guys. keeps getting casted, you know. That's why he keeps that's why they keep bringing him on. It's because of the fa- it's because the fan <clears throat> response to him, the fan, the fan adoration. I mean, people are just adoration? Ador- ador- is that, is that, yeah? CT could adoration. not beat Landon. Bottom not line. now not i mean not ever no ever there was a time not there was ever. a time there was a time where it would have been a great fight ct probably would have gone dq'd for some sort of stupid thing um who do we Look, think should have won who do we think should have won who do we think should have won think landon should have won i think landon should have won and uh shit there there were so many things i was disappointed about like yo kenny is better than Derek and he's better than John. He would have beaten both of them, but yeah, it was but Derek's Derek, bracket. I mean, yeah, the thing I is, understand. The challenge media fans are never going to let Derek lose on that. Look, I mean, CT, but, but yeah, th- this is my issue with CT. This is the last thing I'll say about it. <laughs> CT has lost. Yeah, I agree with Michael. Why are you yelling at us? <laughs> because I'm passionate <laughs> and I'm naturally loud. I'm sorry. Like, this, uh, this is honestly like, this is not really that heightened of a voice for me. Like, same this is more like um, uh tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um look ct is five and four can you guys see my hands five and four all time in eliminations that's not that impressive and the part that bothers me is that when you pointed out his stands have go-to excuses for everything oh he only lost to kyle and jp because they ganged up on him oh he only lost in rivals because adam threw the challenge for money kyle has a win ct are that's you guys funny. serious 
It's funny that Kyle has a win on CT. Think about that for a second. Kyle beat CT in a physical elimination. Like What's Kyle, wrong with you guys. <laughs> Kyle has a win on CT. That's such a big deal. Yeah, Come on, dog. Kyle Come on, going dog. Off. You ain't got my back, dog. He's going off. Um. Okay. So, who do you think should have won the girl challenge? I think Emily Schramm. She won, right? I thought that, that was a pretty good choice. Eh. I thought that was eh. pretty good. What? What? Con- convince me that Emily could beat Laurel. I don't see it. In a in a, in what kind of a thing? I think Emily could absolutely. That's the score. thing. That is what is so vague about this. And this I, is this yeah, is my yeah, one yeah. issue. When you talk about eliminations with people, all they think about are hall brawl and pole wrestle. Honestly, I'm kind of over that. Like, there's so many eliminations. No, but I and think I think that Emily. But I think that Emily could win against Laurel in very intense eliminations, like climbing eliminations, puzzle eliminations. I think she could actually beat Laurel a lot i think in, in quite a few it would be good i think there are um, more scenarios in which emily could beat laurel than there are scenarios in which laurel could be emily here's here's there's a couple eliminations that i love that they don't get recognized the way they should like i think not so fast is that's like my elimination You're right obsessed with not, not so, fast. so fast is that's like the real proving ground because Okay, hall brawl, we get it. But honestly, how many times in hall brawl has the smaller person beat the bigger person? It's almost never happened. Almost except never. When jo- except when Ex- Jordan won. Except when uh, CJ almost beat Zach and it was so Yeah, deep. CJ almost oh, beat Zach. Beautiful. Jordan and Marlon were tech, you know, smaller than Ty and Leroy. That's it. And that's what made that elimination so memorable. But for yeah, but the most Ty, part, like, Ty's so a, bad. you put a bigger person and a smaller person in hall brawl, like it's already over. And there were so many eliminations on the challenge mania, the challenge madness bracket, where it was a bigger person going up against a smaller person. So if that's the logic you're going to use, the bigger, like, dude, if you put Kenny and Derek in a hall brawl, Kenny would flatten him. He would flatten Derek. Come Kenny on. Kenny and Derek in a hall. Yeah, but I think Kenny would be Derek in a lot of things, personally. Especially yeah, now. Kenny's the man. Kenny's in much and, better shape now than he was back then. And, and oh, by the way, guys, uh, did you see something. the brief? Uh, who saw the brief glimpse of Kenny on, on the, the episode last night? I mm. When did that happen? Yeah, because they were doing the bananas and West package, and they showed the rival or the ruins, such a bitch line with Kenny in the background. I thought Kenny was banned. Oh, Kenny's blacklisted. Yo, I wonder if he has like some sort of if the, I interesting. I, I wonder if there's some sort of legal ramifications there for having you guys him. with the like. We can't even. It sucks. We can't even mention Kenny and Evan on Challenge Fans or Challenge Talk without the thread getting deleted because people are so raw. Yeah, but I mean, listen. That's, all, that's like, all I'll say about it. Like, dude, study study the facts, learn about the legal system, and respect all parties involved. Guys. Guys, guys, Zach's a lawyer. So he's been stu- he's been studying law during this quarantine time. I was a criminal justice major, yo. I almost went to law school and got my you GED. You were a criminal justice major? I didn't know that about matter, you. Matter of fact, I was, people. I know oh, all about jurisprudence. Oh, we need to like, do some detective work together because I am a law and order SVU-aholic. So I also have <laughs> okay. a similar, a similar I, sort of I'm background. In. I'm going to start with education. The, I'm going to start with the Kenny and Evan lawsuit where Viacom's legal <laughs> team uh forced i would forced love to get the fucking papers to that lawsuit yeah, i just want to read I would love to everything break it down. in them oh i yeah. would just ooh, ooh. i, I would, would love, love to be like to hey know. guys look when you have a a, a giant company getting a, a civil lawsuit brought against them they usually force you to settle it out of court so they don't have to fucking deal with it anymore it's not an admission of guilt and it's not criminal court thank you <laughs>
<laughs> this has been fun. I miss talking to you, Zach. Wow. What a long time. <laughs> so anyways, back to the episode, guys. Yeah, back to the apps, guys. Woo. So then we get the Holy Trinity. We get the Jenna, Kayla, Nani, Holy Trinity. I mean, you like, what do you think about them? I don't even know what to think about they're them. They're going to get dismantled. They're going to be so, be like, fast, they're, right? They're, they're the immediate target. It's like, wow, those three girls are all together. Let's A- go after them. Ashley's going to target them so quickly. You can already well, see I it hope in Ashley her goes first because she sucks right now. So Ashley can go and then know. they'll all go. Why do you not like Ashley right now? I feel like she's such a vibe these days. Uh, no, she, she's like, she's like fake bravado. I like people that have like natural bravado, whether they deserve to have it or not i like when it just feels authentic and ashley doesn't I, really have that i really think ashley feels quite authentic to me i feel like she i feel like she's very authentic in that okay uh d sleeping above rogan like this is just ridiculous that's this so is, uncomfortable whew. how is that not so awkward i would never sleep in the same uh, begging like, for drama would, yeah begging just ugh. you're with your ex you know it, it the feelings more, didn't seem real on rogan's side but d like had a certain amount of feelings but like you've d been intimate with that person feelings, you got you guys went through a season together you went through a whole emotional thing and now you're going to be sleeping in this in the same bunk beds as each other and guaranteed like one or the other of them is going to hook up with someone else like, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be awkward. Good. Rogan's for sure gonna hook up with someone. Obviously, it um, seems like D might be running after Jay. I don't find D annoying per se. Like I know a lot of people do, but I just think it was a weird move. Like the, I think that was a weird fucking move. And then Asaf, um, he when he was talking about like how everybody feels fake to him, like Israelis do not do fake. They cannot. They there's no there's none of that shit. Like you're not you're not like overly nice for no reason. You're civil and stuff, but you're not that. And so I think for him, it was just, oh, whoa, this is a lot of gameplay. Um, and CT lecturing Kyle on playing the fence. Like, this drove me bananas. Come on, How man. How is CT going to even feel like he has half a leg to fucking stand on when it comes to playing the fence? I could not believe what I was listening to. Honestly, that was shocking. Like, he just... Does he not realize that he played the fence for way too long? Like, does he not understand what he was doing all of last season? It was just ridiculous. TJ was epically disappointed in ct last season he called yeah, it like they just did out. a challenge mania interview with tj and tj called out ct by name like very <laughs> disappointed in that guy tj yeah tj's like the dad he's like you know i'm not mad i'm disappointed um jay and asaf they're cute little bromance i felt like this was just perfect foreshadowing i knew exactly what was going to happen once they started showing this shit and then asaf and nani hooking up right away i was like okay people Damn, are getting asaf has, has game did yeah. you see the way he worked that okay but you want to know what it is it's israeli game they just they israeli like there they just try they just like try non-stop like they're it those they're like those asaf was like uh no i'm not here to do that but at the same time he's kind of slinking in he's like, like yes he knew exactly I am. What he was up? doing he knew exactly <laughs> what he was doing he knew exactly what he was doing honestly israelis are so much like there and the fact that like they will just be persistent they'll try with anyone and everyone i mean you go out to like a bar in tel aviv and you're just you'll constantly get hit on you just have to be mean that's oh that's my god I'm robert's right, right. Asaf was on Tori's Are You the One season. Are you yeah, the they, one? Four? They were like the first couple or whatever. Or not, they weren't the first See, couple. They were on. each other's first couple. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, they went Wait. in the truth booth together. We need to discuss this. This was a question dropped before. I forget who dropped it, but the, uh, a few people have actually asked this on Challenge Fans as well, um, which is why they don't mention that Asaf is from Are You the One when he goes in these shows like they always talk yeah, about him every weird. show he's been on he's been introduced as a different type of person so when he was on celebrity big brother they introduced him as the dancer from a britney spears music video 
that was his claim to fame for being a celebrity on Celebrity Big Brother. And he'd, he'd done like eight or nine shows up until that point. So it was just ridiculous that that was like his, his thing. And that was one of the first projects he ever did was the Bernie Spears music video. So I don't know. I feel like production just likes to pick random shit from his IMDb. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I was this disappointed. Is this is what we're because going Because he's, he's the first Are You The One rookie since Vendettas, I believe. It's been a while since an Are You The One rookie made it on the show. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, 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 stole that, I stole that from Irving, but I I, I was kind of thinking, like, I, I knew it had been a while. I believe Irving said it was Vendetta, so so shout out to him. But um, That's crazy. Yeah, and, and that's... I don't get it. I don't. I don't get why they're uh, well, they're hiding didn't it. Think about that. Yeah. I, I mean, they haven't brought on Nitsa or Bria yet, so it's like, come on, producers. Yeah, Bria and Zach yeah. and Nitsa. Oh, come on, bring them on. Seriously, there's such good talent. There's such a good talent pool there that they're just not taking from. It's a bit disappointing. Um, okay, so then we get straight into the nominations. This is a fun time because now we get to see this sort of group voting setting, which we haven't seen in a long time, and it's really exciting. And uh, Banana starts it all off by saying, you know, I think the vets, we should really talk first, da, da, da. And then he just gives the floor straight to CT, <laughs> which was super awkward and hilarious. Yeah, and totally left him hanging. CT drops a vote for Jay, uh, which I guess I figured it was going to be one of the rookies, but it's just sad that it had to be Jay and Asaw first. And anyways, Wes, right after CT, after a, a sort of one minute silent period, drops Asaf, and then it sort of spirals from there. And then it ends up being a Jay Asaf vote off. Um, and Jay makes a comment to, was it to CT saying like, well, you know, what's, why can't you vote for somebody else? Like if Bailey, you know, Bailey is here just because, just because uh, Swaggy has Bailey and so-and-so is this and so-and-so is that person. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't they be voted for? And Bailey ends up going the fuck off on Jay. She's so sensitive. She is (laughs) so, I mean, you could say anything to her and it's like, I think she thinks she's scarier than she is. Bill, I don't know enough about her because I, I, as we know, I do not watch Big Brother. Um, the only big brother non-challenge alum I know is Chicken George. So, um, <laughs> so Bailey, I don't know anything about her, but what she brought in that scene, she was bringing that coral energy. She, she, was, she was nuts was... on. Wait, so have you never seen her epic fight on Big Brother where she started no. bleeding from her mouth? No. This was crazy. She got so mad at someone for really like not. It, I mean, it wasn't. It just wasn't that big of a thing. She was screaming so much at them that she bit like her lip here while she was screaming and blood oh started coming out of her mouth because that's how intensely she was yelling at this person. Like that's Bailey. That's Bailey. She see, she seems like she would like fuck a bitch up. But so... she doesn't, but she's not even, I feel like she's all talk. She grew up in the fucking oh, suburbs, so she, like a rich t- family. She's okay. like not right. even, She's just so, she does yoga. Like, how are you going to go do yoga and be that crazy? It just makes no sense to me. Also, she she goes off on things that aren't go-offable. Like, it's just like, relax. Like, it's just relax. Yeah, that, that was, I mean, and you would think that the CBS people would be banding together. And Bailey immediately goes, what the fuck did you just yeah, say, Jay? Yeah, she goes straight I know we were Jay. talking, you know, over by the pool table, but what did you just say? But it was weird that... uh it was weird that she goes off on him and then she votes for a soft. Like, it, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah she, she had to like get his explanation and <laughs> yeah, she brought some, weird. there were, she was bringing some coral energy there for someone that doesn't know her. Yeah. But coral's like, 
Uh, Coral's cool. Coral, I love Coral. Like, I don't want to compare Bailey to Coral. All right. Let's, let's not All right. talk about that. I'm, I'm good with that. So I will big, say, I will say um, though, I do think, I do think Bailey's going to thrive more in a challenge house than she will in Big Brother because the, the challenge house does thrive on, on drama and, and, you know, fucking with people in that kind of way. Big Brother's not the same. So I, I think this is more her setting for sure, but like, it's just annoying already. Um, and then, and then we had another blow up. We always talk about yeah, this one. A soft for voting sure. for Wes at the end, which obviously was a joke. Nobody else was going to vote for Wes. It wasn't like it counted. And Wes goes crazy. Everyone was just going off this episode. He gets it was so pissed. nuts. Here's what I thought. I thought it was um, all fake. And it's one thing we've been. Oh, so you thought it was fake. I thought he was like throwing some real heat here. And the thing is, as we've seen, um, when someone. You know, when older cast members, they keep doing the show, someone like CT, they it's like they soften up, they get stale, they get bland. But here, this was something I haven't seen from Wes in a long time, where he's like, fuck you, man, you fucking pussy, you bitch, like you're a follower. Yeah, but I think that's why he, he was did pissed. It, he needed to regain his freshness. I felt like so much of his persona, I felt like so much of his persona on on camera was just all acting. And it wasn't like bad acting. I don't think he did like mm-hmm. a horrible job. I don't think it was incredibly obvious or fake or anything like that but i could just i could just tell like that wasn't like what the fuck obviously he wasn't gonna go in do you even really care like and nothing he said was even relevant you know it's just it just felt so hey it, it got him into the interrogation room that whole <laughs> yeah. thing ended up getting him into the interrogation room which he i also thought his performance it. in the room was quite fake as well i mean i thought that was more like a parody okay but i much i would much rather see wes channeling his ruins <laughs> Uh, fresh meat dual persona than you know seeing ct do what ct does at this point mm. you know seeing these tame absolutely uh, all veterans come on does west not remind you of the travelocity gnome like <laughs> <laughs> does he not remind no, I, you of the travel he reminds me so much of the travelocity gnome i don't know why i just get i've been growing out my quarantine it. beard and and i you know wes has the yeah. big beard right now so i'm growing out my beard a little bit i, I will you dye it red for us will you die absolutely red? not uh you know obviously i channeled jordan's look last season maybe i'm channeling a little <laughs> bit of wes here but um here's the other thing that stood out how about wes referring to himself now i won't call this a a self-gloss because the way he said it makes it appear to me that other people call him this he called himself bergy did you see this after the fight where he's like you know i haven't been doing anything and everybody's like oh bergy's sneaking around again bergy's doing this so oh, i never I realized that, that people call him bergy i saw that that's hilarious i don't think anybody calls him bergy i mean maybe that's like his home nickname and he's trying to bring it he's oh we got a bergy in the chat michael bergen aka bergy <laughs> we got a bergy in here we got our very um, own bergy i prefer the, i prefer michael bergy <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel a soft um a soft sack a, uh, a soft sorry sorry uh a soft uh, 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 you're the you're the challenge name truth or i'm the challenge height truth or it's the perfect marriage how do you feel asaf held like did he hold his own in the confrontation with wes yeah i thought he did but i think like asaf was never going to do anything he was he was as confused as likely other people were he's like because yeah. remember at the end of the confrontation he goes you take things too personally bro like <laughs> Yo, when he stood up and he goes, he said it so, he said it so softly and so earnestly or earnestly (laughs) because that's what he is. But he goes, 
Yeah. I'm not a follower. I'm a warrior, bro. I, <laughs> I liked that. I fell for it. I'm a savage. Like, I'm a savage. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell it's like a situation hey, that he doesn't find himself I'm a in. savage. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> he that just was let all hilarious. West's hostility coming at him out of nowhere. And he had to, you know, adapt to it. I love um, when I love when Israelis catch on to uh, English slang because there'll be like a few words that go around all of Israel for all of the summer and and Savage was one of those. It's fucking hilarious. Asaf was on Are You the One Second Chances as well, I believe. Right? Can could someone confirm that? Oh yeah, with um, wh- who was this person? No, mm, no, I don't think I don't, he was. I think he was. I was just confused with French. That was that was my go to. That is the forgotten Are You the One season of Second Chances. AKA are you the one does the challenge? I think Robert, he was <laughs> Robert says Nani has the poisonous poon. And honestly, she does. I feel like I feel like she always Dude. gets with someone and they just go home. She's like the uh who's that bitch? Ivy, what's her face? You know, with the green ivy. What's a poison ivy? Poison ivy? Yeah, she's that girl, you know, with the <laughs> where she has to put plastic on her lips and then peel them off because she's poisonous. Asaf and Kaylin from Kaylin there we go Kaylin okay so then we go into the aftermath of this uh whole nomination shebang and this is when we get Wes and Johnny hugging and then we also find out that they're going to be working together this season which you know what bravo guys because if they came into the season trying to just fight each other again I would be so bored I was already getting bored with their stupid fake ass rivalry like all these lame ass clips. They just, they don't even hate each other. You guys, they just don't No, at all. And, and I mean, they get the product, you know, we've seen this the last couple seasons with Johnny. He just gets production does him favors in ways that they don't do other, like they yeah, give, you know, they gave him like the CGI Amanda as the devil. when they did Amanda's exorcism, they give him a dual confessional with Wes, the both of them doing a confessional about yeah, but them, that was like, obviously like they, because the thing is johnny like he can dictate his storylines from time to time he'll say listen yeah. i want this to play out this way like can we just get that going let's film that uh marcy yep. is asking if i think asaf is cute um it's a tricky question because he like has payout which are these things now and he also wears seat seat which are the like strings so i don't know if he's super religious but i'm really not into religious people but i think he's cute i like i like what he stands for and i like the content he creates um online and i just i like that he's always connected to israel like he's never there's a lot of israelis who try and make it and completely hide things and they're just you know they try and pretend like they're whitewashing themselves or like they're just not israeli but he's always there and always supporting the country which i love so i I do like him i think he's cute he looks just like my family which to me is not always my vibe (laughs) so it's just like (laughs) i was never that into israeli guys when i was in israel though i was never like the type when i would go out i think though a lot of people would think that they're very hot because they're they're like quite they're quite hot they just look like my cousins though so it's a bit it's a bit of situation there um the what were we doing that okay let me go into the tribunal then this was a pretty easy tribunal they pick right away kyle west jay uh and once they once they picked jay i knew it was going to be them which i was just so sad about because i knew it was going to be jay and asaf and like i really liked both of them i think of all of the prospects that were on this season they were definitely the ones that i wanted to watch the most and i loved jay in (laughs) yeah my dog he's so cute that's richie guys he's over there now um and i love jay on survivor so i was really excited for them to come in and play and so the fact that they had to go against each other i was just not happy about that um and i thought they all made pretty decent cases in the tribunal jay made a solid case like he had good reasons why not to send him in he so he had a decent argument um, yeah i mean jay the thing like i liked about argument. jay on this episode is that 
you could see his survivor skill set coming into play in in a couple different areas and this was one of them this was pretty much like jay was sitting in tribal council and mm. it's like hey jay plead your case for why you shouldn't get voted out and he's ple he pled his case exactly that that, that was a very survivor answer like yeah. hey you want to keep the threat level like you want to you want to stay under the radar you want to keep people in front of you you want to try and use like the outside numbers for yourself he made a very survivor tinged argument and i liked that for sure and the fact that Asaf could have probably beat Kyle i think in that elimination Asaf would have beat Kyle they yeah Absolutely. they they blew it um they, I don't think Kyle was, can hold you know, himself up. Do you think Kyle yeah, can hold then, himself like, up? No, the taller, and I think Theo said something about it on Twitter. You know, that's an elimination where the taller you are, the the more you weigh naturally. And I mean, you're going to get, you're not, you're not going to be able to outlast them hanging for that long. There's so much more weight and length dragging you down. Uh, so that was two guys on the shorter side going at it. Um, but yeah, Kyle would have been in trouble. He's 6'1", 6'2". This is also the part where I felt like Wes was acting a bit as well. This is when he comes in and he... I don't think he was acting as more if he was just joking, if you will. And he's like, uh, uh, so, um, are you... Like, am I going to go in, though? Like, like, is, am, I gonna, am I actually, like, going to go in, though? Like, yep. uh, I'm scared, but, like, let me know. Uh, which I just thought was funny. And then we get into the elimination. Is this stadium... Well, hold on, hold on. From there, we go to, and this is what we have to talk about. I told you I was going to talk about my favorite player on this season up to this point. Are we someone that we player? haven't discussed yet. Okay. What do you think my favorite scene of this entire episode was? Oh, if, if I had to guess, well, it has to be now, obviously, when they're going to see the names, right? This was an incredible scene. It right. happened a little bit after that. Right. An incredible scene. They see the three people they go into the interrogation and then afterwards we get a scene where jay and nelson are sitting at a chessboard oh and first yes of all, okay the okay, music okay. in the background was incredible it you felt would like, like this we scene. were in the godfather and the way that nelson spoke nelson spoke so measured and he spoke like someone who knows what the fuck he's talking about and it was so awesome. And Nelson's giving Jay like really on point advice. He's like, look, man, first of all, Asaf is, is not someone, you know, to take lightly. He's, he's a dancer. He's nimble. Um, and, and, and he's just like giving Jay, he, he's just laying it down for him. Like, you can't go in there with fear, man. You can't go in there with fear in your heart. It, it was so good. And then he says something key. Jay says, I, you know, I kind of want it to be like a headbanger or something unique, something we haven't seen before. And then Nelson goes, why, why would you want that, man? No, what you want is to win. You're a rock climber. You want... Yeah, you Nelson want was like, I want, you, you want, want climbing. You want climbing. So Nelson says, yeah, exactly. Nelson goes, no, you you, you want what you know. You want what you know. Yeah, but Your like, strength is what but you can I, I wouldn't say that that was like a remarkably smart piece of advice Look, from Nelson. I felt like it was... I felt Go like back it and was, watch it. Go I back thought, and watch it. It was I great. Think, the, I think it was. I think it was surprisingly smart for Nelson, but I don't think it was smart for the average human. Like, there's no way that that would have been mind blowing. That was a scene intel. that we don't normally get. I thought Nelson's insight was very good. Go, everyone can go back and watch it if you want. <laughs> and I will say this: I am happy Nelson is back. I was never like a huge Nelson fan, but I did think that Nelson was very underrated. If you look at his record, his elimination record is sterling. If yeah, especially you compared to the other, what's McCall it's the Young Bucks. Yeah, exactly. 
And he's beaten Hunter straight up and he's beaten Corey straight up. And also keep in mind, Nelson has been bullshit purged. You guys know how I feel about these fucking mid to late game purges. Where Wait, one which purge did he home. have? Which purge did he have? Nelson got purged in Vendettas and he got purged in Final Reckoning. Two which bullshit purges, purges out yeah. of the game. Okay, Vendettas, I think I can remember. Final in a row. See, that's oh, sad. We've that's talked sad. about the Final Reckoning purge a million times. That's, that's when him sad. and Shane got screwed. Yeah. Oh so yeah. He, Shit. That was. He's depressing. only he's only lost I think one elimination ever, and uh, he got kicked off a of dirty thirty for punching Derek, and he got purged on vendettas and final reckoning in a row. That I am punch happy to might have be Nelson one back. of the. That punch was as stupid as Tina's. Yeah. Punch. Yeah. <laughs> he barely touched him. I'm happy to have this guy back. I think Nelson's a fucking beast, and I think he brings the drama big time. Um, and yes, Robert. There, somebody posted a, a who would win Johnny versus Nelson in Hall Brawl, and people hate Nelson so much that they were unable to. to no, no, no. I don't know if people hate Nelson so much. I think it's the fact that people like bananas that much. Like, there's so many banana stands. I think it all blended together because there's some real Nelson hate. People really dislike him, and I don't get it at this point. I think it's very overstated because. Nelson's time on the show, he has proven to be a better, smarter player than Corey. Go back to Invasion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Corey's a fucking idiot, though. Nelson's definitely the better one of, of all that crew. Um, Greg has a good question for you, Zach. He wants to know, who was a bigger embarrassment to the Ninja Warrior community? Was it Asaf or was it Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's bad. Uh, you guys know... I'm not a huge fan of the Ninja Warrior quote unquote community where, <laughs> hey, we all just support each other. It's just like a really uh, cool thing. Yeah, we all just rally around Ninja Warrior. I would say that Ninja Natalie is the bigger embarrassment to the Ninja Warrior community uh, just for the fact that she has failed multiple times on climbing and upper body strength related Asaf missions. Asaf hasn't had enough time to like be, to be as embarrassing as Natalie. I mean, it, Johnny said it. This guy has body control unlike I've ever seen. And you saw it. If you were watching closely from when Johnny said that, Asaf, now he should not have been holding himself up because he was tiring his muscles out. But the way that he was able to keep that pose and to move around laterally was so impressive. I'm giving my dog some treats so he can shut up. That's cool. So, so anyways, guys, my dog I'm was so really... spoiled the other day. I looked at him. I was just so madly in love. I handed him a giant handful of chicken treats. Like it was just out of nowhere. You ever guys ever I get am that feeling? I'm really happy uh, that your dog loves those treats. And I am really happy that Nelson is back on the show. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you why I'm excited for Nelson to be back though. Specifically, I like when people come back with their allies. I think that's a cool like, yeah. I think that's cool. It's cooler to see, you know, when they come back. Yeah, it's fun to watch when they can just compete individually and stuff. But I think it's nice when you can see them at their best when they have at least like a friend or two in the house. Nelson um, and Corey took two seasons off. I think it is. Uh, I think it did him well. Nelson's back. He's I like his look. His hair is looking real good. His hairline's looking fresh. Oh, he doesn't and, have that weird beard anymore, right? Yeah. No, yeah. He looks great. He, he's he. uh and he looks like he's in great shape. He looks like he's been training and he's ready to go. That's my guy. I am, guys, I, I tagged Zach Cooper. He's not here. I told him, Zach, I'm going to shout out one of your boys tonight <laughs> on the show. I'm riding with Nelson this season. My number one guy in the house, Nelson Thomas. Oh, my number I don't know one if I'm girl in the that house, kind of DJ Mel Reeves. Let's go. I think my, I don't know who my number one people are right now, honestly. I think I need to feel that out the season a bit more. Um, okay, so. 
then we go back into the elimination or we go into the elimination the the stadium zach yes purgatory yeah it is it just me or is it a bigger stadium than usual it looked bigger than usual and pretty pretty empty there there wasn't like as much yeah i honestly was pretty yeah that's true yeah like it, it it was pretty high up there, kind of like Inferno 2 on a smaller scale. If you remember, like on Inferno 2, they were all the standing cage. above and looking down. So a little a little throwback to, to that. Um, okay, so. Oh, my God. This is where we get Robert says Robert says Nelson is one of his top five underrated male players ever. Robert, he's one of my five uh, top five male underrated players ever. So. Underrated ever, ever, underrated of all ever. of them ever. Like, look, if we're I feel talking, like he's rated. We I talking, feel like he's not that underrated. No, you have to judge every. I judge everything on the underrated, overrated scale. Like it, like nothing can be neutral. It, it either skews underrated or skews overrated, and it's just about how far it skews. I so even like something that's great, even something that's really great, skews. Now Nelson is clearly, if you had to pick one, he clearly skews underrated. Because the natural sentiment that people have, the overwhelming sentiment, is that he's not a good player. But his performance would state that he has been successful. Therefore, he I is feel like it's because he's just an idiot sometimes. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's because <laughs> he he's just not be. as intelligent. He can like, be. He, like, he, what was that 20-something century? Like, come guy. on. Well, what, what century were we oh, in? Yeah. The 2019 century? Look, by me saying he's one of the that five most underrated players ever, I'm not saying... I'm not saying he's one of the five best players ever, guys. There is a big difference there. So if you want to talk underrated, Nelson's there. Dan Setzler, who lost in the first round of Challenge Madness to Bear, I'm still furious about it. He's one of the five most underrated players ever. Oh, Dan and Nelson are right there, you guys. Yeah, but none of those people are going to – No, no old – Shane. But no follows old me school on people. No, <laughs> no old school oh, – It's like Zach's dream come true. No old school people are going to be – people like bear because the, the fans who are voting on Twitter and shit are new fans. They're not like old. They're, these are not like 40 year olds going on there. We're surrounded by casuals. That's, that's <laughs> going to be my new band surrounded by casuals. Oh, the casual argument. Okay. So, um, uh, they all vote for Jay. The tribunal does their shebang. And then we get, mm-hmm. um, TJ talking a bit about, uh, the eliminations and how things are going to work. He calls them purgatory, which is quite cool. I like the name. I do like the name. Uh, and then name. he introduces the elimination. It's called Airstrike. There's a giant wall suspended 30 feet above the arena. It's like this plexiglass wall. And there's a bar on either side of the wall. To begin, they start by hanging off the bar. And when TJ says go, they have to do everything they can to get the person off of their bar. Uh, the best out of three wins. I mean, Jay being a climber, like this is just a massive advantage for him. You know, he has the technique down. He has the rhythm down. He knows what he needs to do. This is muscle memory for him. He's got the grip strength. Like, I, it just felt like it favored him so much. It and was I just, right up Jay's alley. And I this wish is, somebody yeah. spoke to us off about strategy before he went out there, you know? You, like, if yeah. Nani was a fucking better player, she could have spoken to him about strategy, but she wasn't smart yeah, enough to say that. Nani definitely didn't know the way to handle an elimination like this, but... Uh, Asaf, he went in trying to be aggressive, trying to kick that thing in the middle rather than just trying to hang. And he was using his strength because he was holding himself up. He wasn't just dangling there the way that Jay was. Jay had a strong grip and he was dangling there. He knew what he was doing. This, by the way, plays on so many of his strengths as a survivor player, balance and grip. 
You know, mm-hmm. that is when, when you make it to the merge and survivor, so many challenges are focused on how oh, the individual on ones. Yeah. How like, long can you hold your endurance. arms in the air? Like, how, how long yeah. can you do this? Yeah. And it's mental and it's, it's just raw strength. We saw it last night on survivor, the classic, the totem. Pole. I didn't, watch it, can you hold I didn't on? watch it yet. Oh my God. <laughs> you gotta watch Michelle fall off the pole last night. It was it incredible. You know, why does everyone not like Michelle? I like Michelle. Uh, I like Michelle too, but she's making it hard after what she fucking did to Yule last week. She, I not I, cool. Yeah, but she's playing a good game. I don't care. Not it. Mm. Watch, watch Grayson, last night's episode, sis. A hot take. Sarah Grayson would have beaten both of them. Yeah, hilarious. Greg, <laughs> I love it. Pin. That's a fucking I great comment right there. Um, okay, so. And ends up being a soft coming out swinging so aggressively that he tires out and he drops first. Jay's up one zero and then they go back up. And by this time, Asaf is like, you know, what? I'm just going to dangle because obviously there's there's something to this dangling thing, you know, instead of I, I wonder how long, how long of a, so after they hung up there the first time and you're completely gassed, how long of a break do you get before you have to do it again before the next round started? That's what I want to know. Because know. if you expand all of your energy that first time, I mean, you're you're going to be completely gassed going up there again and having to hold yourself up again. It's very similar to that time when I played on the Island 2 org and I did like 70 squats. But for whatever reason, you know, based on the, the camera angle that I, I filmed I could do 70 at, squats. I, but it was, in, it was in like a minute or something. I, so more, I was just oh, going fuck. like warp speed, just up and down, up and down. And at the I, That's I filmed it from a front angle instead of a side angle, so I guess it didn't look like I was going down as far as as you would oh if God, I filmed it from the side. Oh my God! What happened to my push-up challenge? And it like they, I was on my knees. I was not they on my judged. Knees. They judged that it was ineligible. They said they said those weren't squats. You didn't go low enough. And I was like, "Fuck you guys! I do squats all the time." So then they were like, "Well, you have to do it again, and you only have like an hour or two hours left before the competition's over." So you so already spent by then. Yeah. So I did seventy squats in a minute, and then I had to film it again, and I did like you know twenty less squats, and ended up being you know losing. So I, I ended up being eligible for elimination, and I got bounced because <laughs> of that. Erlene is calling you out. I was not happy. <laughs> I was not happy. Yeah, Erlene. I was listen like squats squats are difficult but i don't i wonder i I think it depends how organized the production crew is because if they have the shots all down the cameras are ready to go and they can just go right back up then i doubt there's much time in between um but if not if they have to reset everything and reset the shots and all the lighting then then yeah they would yeah that's 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 a good point like a production break if if they got let's say that first round went on for you know 10 minutes which would be a pretty long time all things considered that next round must have been over in like two minutes we, did, has anybody released on Twitter any of the cast released how long that shit went for? Because I, yeah, Erlene, yeah, can you post the video? I would like those video? kind of details. Erlene, can you post the video of Zach squatting into the Saniac podcast page? Please? No, thank you very uh, do much. Not. Thank you. Not. Yes, yes, no. please. Thank you. Do that. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Do okay. <laughs> not do that. Anyway, so then Asaf falls off the second time pretty quickly. He's already spent by that point, and Jay wins. I really, really, really wish Asaf would have won. He's like the first actual Israeli that's been on the show. Aviv mm, was, was on the show. Yeah, Aviv, Aviv was on the show also, but she she's more American uh, than she was Israeli. But this was like the first actual guy, like straight from Israel on the fucking show. I wish he would have lasted longer. It was hard for me. Listen, Jay's, Jay, 
I think you'd probably have been my number two, like of all of the cast right now. I really like Jay. The yeah. soft one and Jay number two for sure. So for me to have both of them up there, it was definitely difficult. I to- sure wish that Jay would have won Survival Millennial, Survivor Same. Millennial versus Gen X instead of, you know, the person that did win. Or- I think he deserved the win. Yeah. Um, I, I think Jay just played a ph- phenomenal game. And then he could have been on Winners at War. Ooh, that would have been great. Yeah, that would that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so then we have TJ's announcement at the end. And this is where we get another twist. I don't know how you feel about this twist. It's pretty cool, like, in the fact that they all have to go into elimination in order to make it to the final. But the challenge, classic overcomplicating everything. Basically, everyone has helmets with markings on it. TJ called them brands, which I don't understand why he called them brands. Like they mm. were not, that was a weird ass thing to me. Yeah. They've got, got markings skull. on it. There's the dagger and the skull. The dagger is the championships, the skulls, the limbs. Like, what do you think about this whole thing? It's just another prop, another fucking metal prop. I, I got to go back and rewatch it because I didn't notice those things before. But I do know that if you were to go back and look at CT's helmet, he would only have five daggers on there. Not that impressive, guys. Uh, not that impressive how many skulls would he have how many skulls three a, a fresh three. Ooh. all within the last like what five years cool dude yeah it's gonna be cool to have to watch people because i think the strategy that they should take is go into elimination early but yeah. people are gonna be scared to do that you know what i, I mean? like the red skull um and i'm interested to see how it's gonna affect the game what i'm assuming is i feel like based on how many people are on the season I feel like there will be a purge at the end and it'll just be a purge of, Hey, you guys didn't get into elimination. You didn't win an elimination. You don't have a red skull. So guess what? Take a hike. Like there's definitely going to be people that get purged going into the finals that don't have the skull. Well, yeah, I do think that's going to, I think that's going to come into play for sure. I just wonder if they're going, I I mean, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a weird thing that they're going to have to work out because the incentives to go into elimination the past few seasons have been zero. You know what I yeah. mean? And so yeah. now they finally have that. So we'll the see. grenades were really dumb. The uh, grenades did nothing. The grenades did nothing. What a the best twist. grenade was, oh, Kara has to pour honey all over herself in this challenge that nobody can finish anyways because it's literally impossible and Leroy almost dies. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> that shit was just so stupid. Yeah. Um, and then we get the post-elimination interview. I don't know if I'm going to like these. I feel like this is like interviewing a fighter once they lose. I just don't like, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like them. I don't like losing. Really? Yeah, I just think it's like, I don't want to hear somebody's initial thoughts right after they lose. I'd like to hear their breakdown like months later after they lose. I don't want to hear what they have to say right away. I liked the raw emotion from Asaf. He was upset and he said, hey, I'll be back. Do you believe it? Do you think he'll get cast again? I didn't mind his interview in particular. I just don't like the concept of interviewing people after they lose. That's what I don't like. Um, I think he'll be back again because he has so much potential. His personality is great. He's been on some shows where his personality has been phenomenal. It really shone through. Um, Worst Cooks in America, people love him on that. So that was definitely a I big mean, one. I only knew him from Are You the One For and Second Chances. And my impression of him was like, he was a goof. He was just such like a yeah. total goof on those shows. And apparently he's, he must be a lot different on these other shows. No, he's a goof, but he's hilarious. He's, it, different sides of him come out on different shows for sure. I mean, his hair on Are You the One used to be whack. I, I like him <laughs> with the longer hair now. I, I think that's a good look. What was his hair on Are You the One? Just the short. It was cut. like short and 
and and like puffed up i think yeah they always do that if, long if on the top short on the me. side like the fuck it's the same haircut everywhere um yeah. disagree what do you disagree with or lean oh maybe my post fights okay that that could that could make sense i just don't like watching people after they lose like i think it's a very vulnerable time it's sort of uncomfortable you know when you're watching Robert, something did, that's did embarrassing robert saying he wants him to bring gus back get out of here man get out of here robert you were on something good until that hey look at all of these wonderful Gus. house party requests thanks guys um <laughs> it was the frat boy look yeah they all have that same stupid ass haircut i'm not I yeah just, yeah, it's yeah too much um anyways let me get the next time on whatever and we got to see the sort of the season breakdown kayla and bear hooking up lots of good juice coming out it looks like it's gonna be a good season we'll see how it goes i think with quarantine now everyone's just thirsty for content that it's going to be good no matter what because we have a skewed yeah. perspective of what's good right now so the, so. the ratings were off the charts um were they yes they did a 1.2 which equals out to just over a million people um or, or they, they did a 1.2 in in the in the 18 to 49 demographic and then they had over 1 million viewers total um for perspective <laughs> Corey just commented, I want them to bring Shailene back. I'm just dead. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, leave leave the who to bring back to me. All right. Oh. If, if that's what, if you're bringing Gus and Shailene to the table, leave the casting to me. That truly is my dream Gus job. Gus is so bad. Like oh reality, like either Survivor and or the challenge Yo, can casting. you guys that's, go that's tweet at derrick henry to um respond to the dms from saniac podcast on twitter like yes. if you guys are on twitter please go do that just go bombard him right now be like answer your dms thank you thank you also tweet at uh at mark long because he did not answer me i'm planning a special podcast series uh, oh. a, a short series that i'm going to try and work on i did not know and about this series you guys i'm, I'm going to talk to you about ideas. it afterwards but it, <laughs> it does not involve mark long's time on the challenge it involves his time on another reality competition uh and there's a couple of people i want to get in touch with which Anyways. other reality what road rules no extreme dodgeball <laughs> was he on that yes all timer so I, I, I i'm, I'm going to talk to you about that i got a couple oh, things that's I hilarious do that. Yeah. that is so funny all right guys yeah. we have missed you guys so much it's been phenomenal thanks for keeping the viewership up throughout the whole live i mean it was pretty pretty impressive uh considering yeah. all the tangents we went on we love you guys so much we'll be back here next week we're going to be doing the episodes on thursdays from now on just until winners at war is over because it's just too hectic to do it too, all on one night yeah yeah there's yeah, we don't absolutely. want zach's heart to have to explode you know choosing between going live and watching survivors just too much it's too much for him uh production notes zach's lighting much better shawnee any new merch in the works yeah we will mm. get some merch going out there i'm thinking to release the merch uh that might get us sued because i don't think anyone's going to be suing right now during the quarantine so i figured i'll like release great, some great of call. the merchandise now that might get us sued and then we'll just take it down hopefully uh we'll get some compassion from tv just don't let them know you know that we're selling it uh team big t from robert yeah let us know who Absolutely. you guys' favorites are I'm, drop I'm who you want to yep. win before you leave tonight and we will see you guys next week stay safe stay healthy stay the fuck home um flatten the <laughs> curve boy subscribe to our show make sure to follow us everywhere and of course stitcher premium is still our sponsor i didn't mention them at the beginning but whatever uh you can use our promo code saniac it still works for a free month off of your monthly plan so check that out stitcher premium are you guys doing survivor recaps on wednesdays 
oh i just don't know the workload can't can't you guys uh, the workload has just been so crazy for me right now that it has been uh it has been a lot so we'll see like i'm not gonna say it's intimidating like it's a different community like i'll post things on survivor fan jury and they won't get approved and i'm literally not used to that i mean you might be intimidated like i'm not intimidated I'm not scared of no also, one. Also, a lot of old people. It's a lot of old people. <laughs> it is a lot of old people. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, like if you if, think they get I, mad if we curse a lot, like why? Yeah, are like if, if I submit something on Survivor Fan Jury and and it doesn't get approved, I, I just kind I just kind of raise my eyebrow. I'm like, shit. Anytime <laughs> I submit something on Challenge Fans, you know, Irving approves that shit right away. So. Watch out! Don't tell people about that because there's like you know everyone's like we don't get approved on Challenge. Well, fans. I'm a content ace. Like my Challenge Fans content and my Challenge Talk content, it's it's oh. like what the admins crave. They're like, God. I wish everybody would post the shit. Yeah, your stuff is actually pretty good. I won't lie. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, so we'll, Survivor, we'll it's we'll tough. See. It's a but different maybe we'll do, to Maybe we'll do like an end of the season just... Yeah, I'll talk. I'll gladly... Like, I want to talk about the impact of this because I really hope that, that it affects all reality competitions moving forward to have this much of a retrospective season play yeah like a winner's at war i mean yeah for sure anyways guys uh thank you all so much for tuning in we will see you guys next week it has been lovely zach say goodbye goodbye people happy to be back follow us on instagram yeah